The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is Christmas Eve, and we're actually about an hour away from Christmas Day. But we love our listeners, and we're here for you every day throughout the year, as we promised. Uh, I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and my number one partner in crime. Here with me on this wonderful Christmas Eve is Mr. Mike Apatria. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas, Coach. Yeah, man, uh, we're here. We're here. No days off for us. Uh, you know, leave your leave your cookies out. Leave a glass of milk for us. We're gonna be up late. We're gonna be uh, spreading some holiday joy and hopefully dropping off some presents for you guys uh, right when you wake up in the morning. So I'm looking forward to the slate. It's one of the best basketball days of the year when uh, you know, excluding playoffs and. Um, I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm going to sit down. I like what we talked about. I'm going to have a couple cold ones with the family and just watch some hoops all day long. Uh, same here, man. I, I absolutely love this day for basketball, you know, being with family and watching hoops and my, you know, family is, is definitely a hoops family. So it's very good. But as far as leaving the cookies out, man, a little late warning there. I've already dove into the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the cookies. I'm, uh, I'm half Italian, so uh, lots of Italian cookies for dessert all, all the time. So, uh, oh, yeah. I'm stocked up probably for the next two weeks. Yeah, you can never have enough Christmas cookies, that's for sure, my man. All right, well, uh, let's get rocking and rolling here so we can get everybody that the information as quick as possible because we know it's going to be a, a listen uh, in the morning, hopefully, for our uh, folks that, that are up early enough to, to get these games together because we do have a noon Eastern start of the quintuple header. So we will get right after it. Um, our, uh, we are excited, too. It's like a Christmas uh, uh, gift here. We have a new sponsor that we're very excited about, and that's my bookie. Uh, hoop-ball.com is, is now uh, a part partnered with my bookie and we couldn't be more excited uh, we just think the, the synergy there uh, go to mybookie.ag sign up uh, your uh, initial deposit all the way up to a grand isn't that something so if you put two grand in they give you a free thousand bucks, man. Now that's a Christmas present. Absolutely, um, and uh, we do apologize. So it, the, we're, we are on a broadband. So, coach, you were just coming in a little stack. Um, it's uh, we, me and coach, were talking about before. It's it's popping up a little bit here once in a while, and I think it just happens to do with the uh, holiday. Um, but yeah, uh, I, so I don't. I actually, I would I would appreciate it if you. Um, Maybe just touched over a little bit more than my bookie. I lost a little bit on it, so I, I I'm excited about this partnership. Can do that. I am excited about it, man. And I and I think what it is is that that darn sleigh with all those reindeer. It creates a lot of uh, interference. I think uh, in all of these internet connections is what I'm thinking. But uh, but anyway, yeah. 
Yes, uh, we are ecstatic at, at hoop-ball.com to, to welcome my bookie uh, as a, a main sponsor uh, for our DFS Today show and for several other things at, at hoop-ball.com. And just to repeat that, just to make sure everybody knows, uh, you know, the offer, if you uh, sign up at mybookie.ag with the DFS Today promo code, you get one half of your initial deposit all the way up to the grant. So if you put in two thousand, you get a thousand free dollars from my bookie uh, to to take it down, and you can bet just about everything uh, on there. So it it is really great and uh, uh, great Christmas uh, uh, start for our our new partners with my bookie. I'm I'm super excited about this, Coach, because I mean anybody that listens to our show. Um, I, I imagine you like to dabble in just rather you know regular gambling, whether it's game, prop bets, whatever it may be. So please go check them out, guys. Um, I'm super excited about this. I'm going to be trying them out. I'm going to be dabbling in it myself. And uh, you know, if anybody wants to test the waters with me, just let me know. I'm happy to go out there with you. Absolutely. And even if you just want to mess around, throw fifty bucks in, you get twenty five bucks free. I mean, what the heck? You got to go for it. So it's great stuff. Also, got to give a real quick early mention here to uh, also our sponsor still, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. We just love them. I've got mine set up for first thing in the morning here and uh, just thrilled to go. But again, we want to try to keep it uh, cracking here today because we know uh, the shorter the show, the the quicker uh, you'll have uh, in the morning to to, uh, get uh, ready for your DFS and uh, still spend plenty of time with the family. So, again, we're excited about uh, my bookie, and, and we, we love having them part of the team. And make sure you use our promo code, DFS Today. Uh, we want to uh, be uh, a part of that uh, uh, as much as we can. So, all right, we have a five-game slate, as we said, five consecutive games. N- uh, none will overlap, so it'll be great on the East Coast, the first game. Is at noon, and it's a great one. It's Boston at Toronto. Uh, we've got uh, the Celtics right now are a three-point favorite on the road. Over-unders 212.5, so, you know, good defensive teams here. And then uh, from a, a pace uh, standpoint, Boston's 23rd, Toronto 13th. So they both play, you know, half-court set, good defense, uh, you know, fairly slow ball, controlled ball. Uh, and then the defensive efficiency, they're third and fourth, respectively, in the league. So they can both D it up, but they all they also both have explosive players. So it is really interesting. I think a lot of people, because this is the early game and because these two teams play such good D, uh, might you know not roster a lot of folks in this game. But uh, give us your take, Mr. Apatria. Um, yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of just said it yourself. This is going to be a tight game. We have five games, all of them just packed with stars that we're going to want to pay up for. So when you when you start looking at those guys around the Kemba Walker, Kyle Lauer price range, aka eighty five hundred, you really have to think about it. So, uh, but there are some enticing options. I'll start with the Toronto side of the ball. We still have we still know we're going to have a lot of this value that's opening up with all these injuries. Yes, a couple guys are priced up, but you know, one guy mm-hmm. I'm particularly looking at is OG. At 5,400, they're going to need him. Uh, he kind of suits this this uh, matchup very well. You know, we know the Celtics kind of want to keep the game small as po- as much as possible as is. And OG, yeah. 
probably going to be sticking to Tatum after coming off. Tatum's coming off of a massive game. So um, yeah. the, the minutes are always going to be there. I see a little bit of the rebounding upside, especially with the Celtics front court being a little weak. So he's probably one of my uh, favorite mid-tier options that you can slot in like on DK at small forward or power forward at only 5,400. Uh, probably, you know, I wouldn't mind going to Boucher in this matchup, 4,800. It's it's a little tough. He's very risky. Um, you know, just I would probably just reserve him for tournaments. But other than that, you know, I'm not really looking at Lowry. I can see playing Van Vliet at 7K. That's a more than fair price tag. I uh, should see big minutes. So I think those are the three guys on the Toronto side of the ball. And then on the Boston side of the ball, I haven't really been playing anybody from Boston. So it's it's kind of like I said, I don't mind you paying 8K for Kemba. But it's going to be tough when you have so many other guys that we do want to pay up for um, later in you know, other games on the slate. There's no doubt about it. You know, I think I am going to play a couple of games, uh, a couple of te- guys from this game, though. I, I like some guys, and I'll give a real quick explanation why. I mean, you've got, to me, the best defensive player for both teams out. Smart is out. Siakam's out. And that's a big part uh, those two guys of the reason why they have uh, two really high-ranked defensive teams. So I, you know, I like both Lowry and Van Vliet. I'm not going to play both, but I am going to play a couple of lineups tomorrow, uh, and I, I'm going to use uh, Lowry in one and Van Vliet in the other. Uh, I just like them in this game playing at home. They've both been playing really well. Uh, and I think they're certainly, uh, you know, can can come through. Uh, Price-wise, they're they're uh, not that bad. It's not like paying for one of the real big boys on the slate. Uh, so I think you got to look at them. And then, you know, you got to consider Tatum a little bit. He just came off his career-high scoring in the last game, so he's on fire. And Kemba's been playing fantastic ball. So, you know, a, a game that may make you somewhat contrarian. And it can either start your day off tremendously or you could be down in the dumps. But to me, those four guys are all in play, and I'm going to sprinkle them in there, Mike. I'm, I'm just struggling to get to Lowry's price tag on DraftKings at 8500 knowing that now we have Van Vliet back in the rotation playing the full complement of minutes. We kind of see a little bit of that usage that he was absorbing to get to that price tag. Um, so I, I don't know if I'll get to Lowry. I'm with you, though. Van Vliet's a fantastic play at 7K. So, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't knock you for it. Um, it's probably more site-dependent for me. And it makes more sense in, like, lineups where, like, on DK, if maybe you're getting some hardened exposure in that Golden State game. Because, like, when I'm paying 8500 for Lowry, it's hard for me not just to want to spend the extra 400 and go to a guy like Westbrook uh, against Golden State. Yeah, yeah. But then you got, you know, blowout possibilities there, et cetera. But we'll get to that game. You know, I wouldn't stack this game. It's the lowest over-under. But if you can cherry pick, you know, one guy from each side, like a, a Tatum and Van Vliet, whatever, uh, it, you could be uh, off to a really rip-roaring start, you know? Absolutely. Then this probably has one of the better chances to go to, like, overtime. Well, it's, yeah. It is, it is a really – it's, you know, the second closest uh, spread. So it should be close with that three points. All right. Game two starts at 2.30 Eastern time. Milwaukee at Philly. Another fantastic game. Uh, should be very exciting game. Um, we've got the Bucks are a, a three-point favorite on the road, and it's a 219 over under, uh, which is uh, the uh, third uh, right in the middle of uh, 
the five games oh, as much in the middle as you can be with third, unless you're two and a half, but they're three. Um, so you've got Milwaukee, fastest pace in the league. Philly, 19th pace because of the, you know, they're, they're looking to uh, get the ball to Mr. Joel. And, uh, and then you've, you've got the other two really, two other really solid teams. Defensively, Milwaukee's first. Philly is seventh, and we know they're so much better with Embiid out on the floor. Uh, Thibel's out for this game on the Philly side. Uh, again, you know, with uh, you know implied totals being uh, close, uh, very close in this game. This this could be a very uh, four quarter kind of game for the guys like Giannis and Embiid. And I, I would think, and you and I can't wait to hear your take on this game, but. I still think Giannis is going to be the highest owned player on the whole, whole slate. What do you think? I don't. I, it's it's tough because I think more people just gravitate towards Harden when he, you know, when they saw like those, you know, the more fifty point actual point games come from Harden. Yeah. Um, and just, I mean, I, I don't think we're the only people that know about D'Antoni uh, just playing this guy's minutes regardless. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, I, I I still think you know there's definitely great chance of blowout risk in this game more than any other game on the slate. Um, but if you just stack it in the correct way, I mean, we'll get to it. I don't want to talk too much uh, about it now. So let me let me just let me just cool the Jets here. Um, so I'm ju- I'm just going to jump right into this. Um, you know, looking Milwaukee, at Milwaukee, Philly, yeah, yeah, looking at looking at Philly. Um, that's probably the team I'm going to, I'm going to have a little bit more interest in. And it's just simply because of, you know, the price tags, like I said, I'm, I'm actually almost leaning towards more of a fair and balanced approach, especially when I have this many studs, because we're going to get to it. There's not a ton of value. A lot of that value that no. we've been going to is priced up now. So yep. I'm, it, it's, it's going to be tough if to try to like, you know, cram in like a, you know, a Harden and then like an Anthony Davis going against the Clippers, um, and then still feel confident about your lineup through and through. So I'm going to be looking yeah. at some of these guys, some of these ancillary pieces. Uh, you know, Al Horford at 6K, I don't mind paying that price tag. I don't think he has a tremendous ceiling. I don't think he has a tremendous floor. But like you said, he's a veteran player, and it's going to go all four quarters probably on both sides. And I can definitely see him having a nice all-around stat line. Um, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to play a ton, especially with Giannis at the four. So he's probably going to be my primary target looking over there. And I wouldn't mind a guy like Ben Simmons. Um, I don't know exactly how if they're gonna, if they're going to put Giannis on Ben Simmons, if they're going to keep on Horford or Harris, how they're going to approach this. If if he's not on Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons should be able to run wild. They don't really have another body that can really keep up with him athletically. Um, I mean, I, they could try not Middleton. to interrupt, but I from what I uh, looked up, it looks like Giannis is going to guard Tobias. Okay, based so, on what they've been on the when they've been on the floor before. Uh, so just to throw that in there. Yeah, well, then I really have no problem looking at Ben Simmons at 8,100. Um, I feel like he can easily take advantage of the matchup. I mean, Chris Middleton, um, he's a very good defender, don't get me wrong, but you yeah. really need a freak of nature to guard Ben Simmons. So I don't know why they wouldn't put Giannis on because Ben Simmons is one of the most athletic players in the NBA. His size, his speed, his, his vision. Um, if this game goes all four quarters, he's one of the, again, I'm looking for the guys that just stuff the stat sheet. Um, right. They're going to play big minutes. If they were talking that Ben Simmons and you know guys like Al Horford are going to play 35, 36, 37 minutes, it's it's hard for them not to hit their floors. And then we're talking about both these guys having pretty solid ceilings as well. So I'm not saying they're necessarily core plays, but um, if you know overall in this game, I'm not trying to jam people in there. But those are the two guys on the Philly side I'm looking at. Yep, yep. And then Giannis, I mean, who's going to guard Giannis is the other question. 
on that <laughs> side of the floor, that makes it a little bit tougher uh, on the Philly side as well. I mean, is it is it uh, Horford? Is it uh, Tobias? What do you think? I think they do it just a combination and the collapse of the defense on them. So, you know, it's going to be Horford, and as soon as Giannis tries to take the ball out, they call for the double team, let somebody else try to beat them as much as possible. Um, yeah. and you, you, they have a good rim protector. They can afford to do stuff like that if somebody cuts to the basket. Joel Embiid's there. So right. um, that's that's kind of what I'm anticipating is them just trying to bottle them up as, mo- as much as possible. Um, they have a very good defense where all five of those players are capable of guarding multiple positions where they can do the switches at any point in time. So um, I'm actually kind of, you know, I'm not going to knock you if you want to play Giannis. Um, at the end of the day, like I said, though, it's going to be tough for me to spend that much money on any one guy. And if I'm trying to cherry pick reasons not to play people, that's kind of the reason why I'm not playing Giannis. And I'd probably lean more towards a guy like Middleton at 6,500. Because at the end of the day, if I think this game is going to stay close and go all four quarters, I'm game scripting it. Um, Giannis, and I'm not playing a ton of Giannis, I'm going to have to have some action on that side of the ball, and I think Middleton's the next best bet. Yeah, he very well could be. I mean, this it's so hard. I mean, like you said, this this is the toughest Christmas slate I, I can remember because there's no free squares. There's, you know, the of guys where there's just a star out where, you know, you know the, to play the other guy. And then you've got a bunch of close spreads and you got a bunch of uh, good defensive teams. So it's like, how do you, you know, you can't roster really more than two of the studs on this slate and they're all studs. So uh, it's going to be crazy, man. I, I don't know. I mean, this, this might be the game that I steer the clearest from, believe it or not, uh, just because, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure which direction to go, and I'm not sure what the matchups are going to be. So I'm going to do a little more work in the morning. I don't know if anybody in the industry is working other than you and I right now. But anyway, for whatever news we can find out there, uh, you know, I want to look more into this one because I think it's a tough game. Yeah, it is, and, that's, and that was my point. I mean, we're talking about two very good defensive teams, two teams that are pretty much you know fully healthy. I mean, outside of Bledsoe, but. Um, you know, it's hard to kind of really gauge and target a lot of those Sixers guys when they're, you know, distributing the usage equally. And then yeah. it's this is one of the only matchups where you can say that the Bucks aren't going to have a cakewalk. You wouldn't think so. I mean, they they have blown out just about everybody at one point or another this year. But I, I, you got to think Philly's going to show up and play tough. But uh, it should be a great game. It really, it really should. I'm excited for it. All right, let's move on to. The third, the third game, which is the only really totally lopsided game uh, to me on the slate, you've got the Rockets at the Warriors. Rockets are only an 11-point favorite. I think they should probably be even more of a favorite than that. Uh, but you do have the highest over/under at 226 and a half. So that you know that makes you want to play that direction. You have two pretty solid-paced teams: Houston third, Golden State 15th. And neither team uh, plays good defense, 16th and 22nd, respectively. So, you know, this game screams as a high-scoring game where you're going to need a couple of guys from this game uh, to really make, uh, you know, make a winning lineup, especially if you're playing in some of these big million-dollar contests, GPP-wise, in the industry, which everybody takes a a little shot on Christmas. But... uh, I don't know, man. You know, Tony plays guys in blowouts. This game certainly could blow out. 
the main guys from everybody you're expected to play. We know Gordon's still out for Houston. Looney's out for Golden State. But, you know, all the regulars are in there and ready to, to lace it up and go. So uh, are, are you going to be uh, – Putting your chips on this game, Mike? Absolutely, I'm not. I'm not shying away from the the blow. I think it'll stay a little closer than people anticipate. Um, at least close enough where we'll see a majority of minutes from the guys that we need to. Um, okay. You know, I'm, I'm the only one guy that you'd really have to worry about, in my opinion, would be a guy like Draymond Green. And I'm not necessarily saying worry about him, like don't play him. I'm talking about. Um, I still think you know guys like you know Westbrook, Russell, and Harden are the main targets, uh, would all mm-hmm. still get valuable minutes, even if the game was to uh, someone get out, somewhat get out of hand. Um, so I'll start with the Houston side of the ball. Uh, I absolutely love Harden. It's just at the end of the day and the builds I can get there, I'll, I'm going to. Um, and then and the ones I'm going a little bit fa- more fair and balanced, I'll probably go a little bit Westbrook action. So um, I definitely I definitely prefer Harden over Giannis for kind of the reasons I said before. He already torched the, the Warriors for 75 DK points earlier in the season. So um, I absolutely no problem paying that 11-6 price tag. Uh, Westbrook at 8-9. He's been a little bit of a different form lately. He's playing much better than he was early on in the season. He's definitely being a little bit more aggressive. He has at least uh, 21 shot attempts uh, in yeah. every game over the past four games. That's kind of like what we want to see. This is Golden State's defense is just trash. Uh, up-tempo game, a lot of those reasons just kind of bode well for both these guys. And then, I mean, Clint Capella's been actually smashing, but again, mm-hmm. I can't just name all the high-priced guys, so I'd, I'd actually kind of look at P.J. Tucker in this kind of matchup at 4,400. The pace suits him very well. The matchup with Draymond, um, two of those guys that are very similar size, so for once in a while, he's not actually going to be guarding someone six inches taller than him. Um, yeah. So I think those would be my primary targets uh, from the Houston side, those three. And then looking at Golden State, like I said, Russell, I like that price tag at 7400 in this game. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, if this game stays somewhat close, he's going to have to be a main reason uh, because of it. And then, I mean, if you want to take a shot at Draymond, I don't, I don't knock it. It looks like the minutes you know, are back to where they should be. Uh, the tempo and the pace and everything else, his game flow, everything kind of suits him. Um, but he's kind of hit or miss. He's really just a GPP guy for me. I would not trust him in any sort of cash games. Right. Um, yeah, I just, it's just too risky for me at this point. I don't know how you feel about it. Oh, man, I, I'll, to make sure the the listeners, I know because we've done a million shows together now, but you said I, I, I'm i counting on Harden and Russell Westbrook, but you meant Russell, D'Angelo Russell and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it all ran together with the double Russell there. Pretty cool. I, me- but, I meant to do that, Coach, clearly. Yeah, I mean, you're just trying to mess with the old coach's head here. Too much eggnog and, uh, you know. It's not good. But anyway, I don't know, man. You know, I, I look at here's here's my big the million dollar question to answer in this game. And this probably determines the slate for you. The question is, does Golden State have some pride? They know the whole world's watching on Christmas Day. And you you got to know that Draymond and, you know, although there's just not that many of the Warriors left that even were champions. So. I don't know. Do they show up and, and have some courage there? Does Kerr give them a little pep talk? To, or are they just going to get, you know, blown out of the stadium? I mean, uh, the Rockets are just so much more talented, you know. So I would say, you know, you got to really dig in and, and sort of make a decision there on what's going to take place. I I think this game's going to be the most stacked game, even though I still think Giannis will slightly out edge. Uh, 
Harden as it most owned, but I think this game will be the most played game, and it, you know it's the highest total, etc. But you know, I don't know, man. I I think I don't I don't think I'm gonna go with the big stack here and 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 spend any of the big money. I think I'm gonna go for a secondary guy from the Warriors, like an Alec Burks or an Eric Pascal or. A, Somebody that's you know gonna get me at some value because uh, yeah I didn't, I didn't mention him I'm sorry to cut you off but I, yeah um, Willie Cauley Stein's actually looking like a halfway decent value I hate targeting centers against Houston but I'm um, looking at his minutes uh, you know 28 minutes and three out of the past four games uh, it's pretty enticing for a guy that's 4200 in this matchup and that might be the value there but then you've got the fear of okay uh, we see this all the time they take Cauley Stein out let Draymond play center. Rockets take Capella out, let Tucker play center, and then you've got you know everybody going small for half the game, which changes the dynamic again. So you know you, you really have to game script this out. Uh, you know, I, like I say, I I I get the whole uh, Harden thing, Westbrook thing. I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards Westbrook though. He seems like all of a sudden in the last week. Like he has just caught it, man. He is going. So I, you know, when he gets in a groove like that, he's just such a triple double machine. You know, instead of really uh, blowing all my salary here, and I think a lot of guys will, and I don't blame you for doing that. I may go Westbrook and and one or two value uh, plays from Golden State because again, so, whether you like it or not, you got to find value somewhere on this slate. So. I'm going to try to be a little bit different there, but uh, you know, still have some pieces from this game. I don't knock it. I mean, I think Westbrook. I mean, for everything I've said about Harden, Westbrook's in equally as good of a spot. It's just uh, whatever fits your build. At the end of the day, if you're not playing Harden, that leaves a lot of money on the table for you to go, you know, upgrade from maybe like a Lou Williams up to uh, Paul George for two K more. So there's there's a lot of options you can do with that. Can you win? Can you win this slate? Without either Harden or Giannis, absolutely, absolutely. This is this is the kind of slate that you could easily win without. Because if you, at the end of the day, if Harden goes out there and puts up seventy, and then you know, let's say Paul George has a sixty DK point game, he's only ten points less, but we're talking about you know almost a four K difference in price tag. Exactly. So like, when there, there's plenty of guys on this slate fully capable of getting to that sixty point mark. Um, I agree. At least five or six. And and here's the thing, you know, the nice part about Christmas is there are a lot of fish playing swimming in the pool for us sharks to to uh, munch on because everybody wants to get action on these DFS games or or else uh, betting the games. But you know, I don't. If you ha if you try to jam in like Giannis and Harden, for example, you're going to have like three guys that are. They could get like 10 points each, which takes, even if those two guys get you 75 or something, then you've already, you've crushed yourself on the other end. So it's all about uh, how you're going to do that build. And I agree with you, Mike. I think you don't have to have Giannis and Harden. Sometimes you do. Three, four game slates, I mean, you just have to plug them in and eat the chalk. But with these games and, and the other guys we're going to be talking about here, I don't think you have to, and I think you can build a little bit safer lineup with your value that can really drive it home. So that's 
that's more of the the build I think that I'm looking toward. I hey, I'm gonna have a, a couple couple different scripts out there. I mean, I have all day to watch basketball. I have all morning to make lineups. I don't see why not. Good stuff, man. Again, you know, like I said, I know everybody's gonna be out there looking to have some action on these games. If you want to bet the games, jump on mybookie.ag. Uh, they are are we're very excited with the partnership that we've brought, uh, you know, been able to do with them. Uh, get on there, you know, as soon as you listen to this, so you get the money in there, and they match half of your first deposit all the way up uh, to a grand. So uh, if you put in two grand at the max, you get a thousand free dollars put in there for my bookie. Just use the promo code DFS today, uh, and that's uh, that's all we'd ask you to do. Uh, you know, thank you so much. It's been, I don't know if it's the Christmas season, the spirit or holiday, but we've been getting tons of wonderful comments on Twitter, lots of support, a big growth spurt uh, in the show. And I think you guys know with it being, uh, what are we, tw uh, 28 minutes from Christmas Day, and here we are, uh, you know, up doing our job for you guys, trying to get you some winners uh, for Christmas Day. So you know we're there. I mean, we were there this summer in FIBA. We were there in the preseason. We're going to be there for every single slate in, in the regular season and the postseason. So we want NBA DFS today, or DFS today as they're calling us now that we're bigger. I think that means we've arrived a little bit. But, uh, yeah, uh, just click on us. You can, you can catch us anywhere podcasts are heard. Uh, we're everywhere iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Please take 10, 15 seconds, rate, subscribe. Every five-star, like, thumbs up, anything like that is greatly uh, appreciated. It allows us to continue to grow, bring on wonderful uh, sponsors and, and just teammates like my bookie, and uh, just keep growing the show and keeping it uh, in front of the paywall. We're going to, you know, our goal, seven days a week, DFS throughout the every day, the ball bounces uh, for free to our listeners. So we just really, really appreciate that support and appreciate you guys all listening. All right. We've got two games left. Uh, this one should be an absolute blast. It's an 805 Eastern game, and it's the Battle of L.A.'s getting to play both on their home court. Uh, the, the Lakers are a two-point favorite over the Clippers, so just about a dead-even game. A nice, solid 222.5, second-highest total. Uh, you know, this game is going to be a, just fantastic to see how it unfolds. Uh, they did announce that LeBron and AD were playing and Kawhi and Paul George are playing. So this is going to be, you know, very possibly – a preview of the Western final and two of the teams that are favorites to win the whole thing. Uh, it should be a tremendous game. I mean, you've got two really, really respectable teams. Clippers playing fast, seventh fastest pace. They, they get a lot of defense to offense, a lot of fast break points that helps get that pace number up to seven. And the Lakers are right in the middle of the pack at 16. And then defensively, you know, we know they're both awesome. Right now, they're sixth and fifth, respectively. So if you notice the theme here on, you know, Christmas Day has mostly all the best teams. 
And we have the, the third, fourth, first, seventh, sixth, and fifth, and second. So we've got six of the top seven defenses on one slate. And then if you don't think defense doesn't win championships, this, this will prove it to you right there. But this should be a fantastic game. Uh, I know so many people are going to want to have exposure here because it'll be uh, the game that's the most watched. It's the primetime game. And uh, I, I guarantee you uh, people are going to you know, pick at least one or two of these stars. So who are you leaning toward, Mr. Shark? So we'll just get the, the stars out of the way, like you said. So out of AD and LeBron, I'd prefer AD uh, for okay. just $200 more. Just, I think, a better overall matchup going against the Clippers front court. They're pretty weak. And LeBron going against two of the toughest defenders in the NBA that can actually guard them. Um, and then, you know, I'll stick on the Lakers side of the ball. The only other options I'm really looking at, I mean, after those two guys, you're pretty much jumping straight to value. You could look right. at Rondo at 4,700. I don't mind it. It's just not the best matchup. Um, but at the end of the day, he, he's viable in GPPs. He can fill up counting stats very quickly in very random ways. So I'm not going to knock you if you want to play him. But I'd be more or less looking at a guy like either Danny Green or Avery Bradley, somebody I know that could play good, tough fourth quarter defense. Um, and still, you know, knock down some pretty big three-point shots. If either one of those guys are not going to have high usage, but if we get them right on the right night where they go five or seven from uh, the field, you know, a couple three-pointers, a couple rebounds, steals, all of a sudden we're getting a pretty decent value play on a slate that we're going to be desperate for it. It, it. We are going to definitely be desperate for it. I guess the big decision here and, and the question I have for you is who is going to guard who? That is, that's going to be the interesting part. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I I don't know. I'd, I I would imagine that they uh I think they I think they play George more at the 4, but I don't know. Um I could be I could be wrong. Maybe we got to get Brandon Marcus on this involved. Uh he's probably got to ask. Maybe I don't want to bother him on Christmas, but that's the yeah. you know, that's the glory of when you when you're a hoop ball guy, you could just text another hoop ball guy on Christmas, "Hey, Merry Christmas, Brandon." By the way, uh who's guarding LeBron James tonight? Uh, I know. I mean, <laughs> I, I was I was looking at this before we got on the air, and I'm just stymied. I mean, I, I'm going to do some research because there's got to be some you know people talking about this now for quite some time. But as awesome as all these guys are, they don't match up right. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's not really a, a perfect guy to guard AD or LeBron, and and then even on the on the you know, Kawhi and Paul George side, uh, I'm not sure how they're going to do that. I mean, the guards I'm just going to throw out because you've got between these two teams with the Pat Bevs and Danny Greens and and uh, Avery Bradleys, those guys are just all locked down. So it's the big guys, that I guess, that we have to figure, you know, how is that going to take place? You know, we may even see some zone from these teams as well. Uh, they've been flashing that both teams have in a couple of their games uh, just, you know, to, to switch it up. But, uh, you know, I think that's a big part. So do some research, look at it. I mean, they're stars. Some, they, most of them are all matchup proof as it is. Um, you know, for me, I'm slightly leaning, and you're going to be shocked at this. I'm leaning Paul George and LeBron James from this game. What do you think? I, I love the. I like Paul George. Um, I don't mind LeBron. At the end of the day, you know, we could say tough matchup, but it's LeBron James. <laughs> he gets up in these yeah. tough matchups as well. We see him play harder, play more minutes, everything else. So, I'm not going to knock you if you play either either Laker. 
Um, when it comes to the Clipper side of the ball, I am firmly uh, leading Paul George over Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. Uh, you know, another factor, and I'll just leave you with this, and we'll go to the last game so we can get moving here. But, you know, as great as these teams are defensively and as tight-knit of a tight defensive playoff atmosphere, it might not be the worst thing in the world to fade a lot of this game. No, I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to have to get our edge somewhere, and sometimes fading a popular game is the best way to do it, especially when, like you said, we're talking about two very good defensive teams. Um, yeah. And, you know, before we go on, I just wanted to mention, uh, I really do like Montrez Harrell as well, just knowing that they're going to need as much size. Anytime the Lakers are playing somebody, I always look at what, uh, you know, backup center is going to have to get a few more rotational minutes and become a little bit better of a play. And, uh, you know, generally I only look at Harrell when I know Kawhi Leonard's out, but this is a situation where I can easily see him getting 30 to 36 minutes a run. And if you're not playing him, uh, maybe look at Zubak, because one of those centers is going to actually, uh, is, is going to, like, you know, crush their value. Yeah, it's going to be so interesting, man. I, I'm really looking forward to, as a basketball fan, uh, to watching that game. But there's so many different scenarios that could play out. I mean, this... I, this is one of the toughest slates of the year. And I'm not just saying that because it's a Christmas slate. And and I remember last year I thought the slate was really easy because there were a couple of injuries where you had your free squares and everything. But this slate, you've got so much, uh, you know, possibilities of things that can take place. It's just – it's going to be wild. But, uh, you know – I don't know how much all the guys, I can't speak for everybody else since it's going to be Christmas, but I'm such a basketball nerd. I'll be here with the family, and I'm still going to be uh, tweeting and throwing some stuff out there if, if I hear any news on matchups or anything that can give you guys an edge. So definitely look me up. Uh, I'm at Joe Sarvati on Twitter, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He is at Micah Patria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. We have Andrew at Language Olympic and Miles at Miles 6565. And uh, you can also uh, go right on the Hoopball Fantasy uh, Twitter feed. I'm sure some of our guys are going to be throwing some comments uh, up there as well. But, uh, you know, keep an eye on the, on the news. They'll, you know, they'll still be uh, putting possible lineups and different things like that up. But if you're playing for the big million bucks and you have to have that locked in at noon Eastern, you know, you're going to have to have a game plan in mind and, uh, and give it a whirl. So it's going to be fun. All right, let's get this last game done. So we don't actually hit the, the uh, Christmas. We're almost going to make it right to Christmas, Mike. Isn't that appropriate? <laughs> I, listen, I'm, I'm ready for the guy, the big, the fat man to come down the chimney any minute. He better be leaving me some good stuff this year. I'm just saying, last year the cold did not uh, go well. So, all right, dude, 10.30 at night Eastern, late game. If you're still awake, if you're not too drunk, if you're not too hungover, uh, if you're still uh, in a, 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 a gaze or whatever from eating so much or drinking so much all day and you can last – it's not exactly the greatest game, I hate to say. Awesome Christmas slate ends with the Pelicans and Nuggets. I'm sure that was all Zion-based, but we haven't seen Mr. Zion. So we get uh, an interesting game here 
uh, they could uh, uh, another possible blowout. The Pels are playing good ball though in this last week or so, so maybe they'll give them a run. They are a nine and a half point underdog to Denver. The over unders two eighteen and a half, second lowest on the slate. New Orleans is playing faster and faster. They're up to fifth. Denver's second to last. You know they're going to do. Uh, everybody gets a kick out of and retweets my my whole uh, Denver offense. You know, dribble up, give it to Djokic uh, at the top. He looks right, he looks left. He takes two dribbles, he moves to his right, sees a guy cut back door, fakes that pass, waits for the other guy to cut back door, hits him with the bounce pass, and they get a layup. There you go. That's you play by play for each Denver possession. So I thought I'd agree, greet you with Christmas uh, on a retake of that one. But, uh, you know, and then. You've got the opposite side defensively, New Orleans being the fifth worst in the league, Denver's second best. So the question is here, what do you do? Do you go hope this game stays close, try to have a a true late-night hammer sweat uh, with a guy like the Joker who is definitely playing better ball? I don't know if he's woken up a little bit, shed a few pounds or what's going on, but he's playing better. A um, lot of spare parts for Denver that are just average. Uh, Brandon Ingram, you know, I always talk about him on the show. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He's certainly a guy you can still dial up there and, and Drew Holiday and, and, and that crew. So what are you going to do here, man? I know a lot of people are going to pass and just hope they've got it in the bank before this game even goes off. Actually, I'm, I'm definitely not going to pass. I'm going to be looking at a few guys. Uh Two former Jazz teammates, actually. Uh, I'm going to be looking at Derek Favors on New Orleans. Um, just been solid price, 5,700. Uh, that minutes restriction kind of got lifted. He's been playing in the high te- uh, high 20s or uh, low 30s as of yeah. late. He's a pretty solid point per minute producer. And he's a guy where, you know, even if they do get blown out and he plays 26 minutes, I feel comfortable, uh, comfortable with him getting me at least 5x. Uh, in 26 minutes at that price tag. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't mind looking at a guy like Holiday or Ingram. Uh, you know, again, it's going to come down to who you're playing in the other games. So I don't mm-hmm. know if they'll necessarily be core plays of mine, but I don't I don't mind playing either one of those guys. That's probably all I would be looking at on the New Orleans side. And then at the Denver side, yes, Jokic has been absolutely smashing. And you'll notice, I mean, the guy's pretty much triple-doubled outside of, you know, that one game where uh, he had, I think it was uh, 18, 12, and 9 in three out of the past four games now. And, yep. and, the, and all those games, were tri- when Jokic triple doubles, um, it correlates. Murray has a great game as well. Both those guys usually go off in the same night. So, I mean, if you want to do like a little bit of uh, the out-of-the-ordinary, low-owned kind of stack, maybe look at those two guys, run it back with a few guys on the other side. But I'm mostly looking at Millsap. He's the other former Jazz teammate I was talking about. I think at 4,600, right. solid value play. Um, he's a guy that doesn't play big minutes anyway, so if this game gets out of hand, he's probably going to still see his regular allotment of minutes almost. So I have no problem looking at him. And if you uh, want to pivot off him, I think uh, Jeremy Grant is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, uh, risky but possible. You know, I Jamal Murray is such a, a boomer bust guy. I mean, I the two games ago he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn last game. You know, when he's hot, he doesn't even have to look at the basket. He just flings it up there and it goes in. So, you know, he's always a fun guy to play if he's hot. He will get some Drew Holiday defense, which is is uh, respectable. But, um, you know, it's almost a – I almost feel like nobody in the industry gave Joker a harder time than I did 
for like six weeks, the first six weeks. And it was justified. He looked like a, a, a rec player just jungling down, up and down the floor like a, you know, a big uh, thug. But uh, I, wouldn't it be something if it came down to the Joker for me and I did roster him and it's the last game and he could bring the money home? It just seems like it fits. I may, I may do it. You know, I really may because I look at it this way. You know, Favors is a little undersized to guard him, and Jackson Hayes is young and experienced, thin, and those guys are splitting splitting minutes. And if if they have a brain freeze and play Melly a little bit at center, he can't guard uh, me. So, I mean, it, it could be a, a a big game for the Joker. Um, or the last joke could be on me. That could be my Christmas present. You know, he may point at the screen and say, there you go, coach. They're all that heat you gave me. You're screwed. So <laughs> I don't know, man. But I'm, I'm leaning to actually dialing up the Joker. How's that for that a cool I, idea? I mean, it's not a bad time to jump on. He's, he's like you said, he's playing a lot, a lot better. I mean, at the end of the day, you just, you know, do a little bit of, uh, you know, Price comparison, apples to apples, when you look at some of the other guys on the slate and just narrow the guys down so I cross them out of your player pool. So, like, would you play Joker for, you know, I think on DK's 500 more than Westbrook? I'd like to play both of them, sir. If I'm fading uh, Giannis and Harden, I can make it work. Absolutely. I don't know. Like I said, you know, if this this is such a fun game and everybody's going to play everything, but I'm I'm – you know, small warning, this isn't a five-star slate where I think you got some just deadlock free squares and, and you know, can't miss guys. This is a tough Christmas slate where it's going to take every ounce of a combination of skill and luck, I think, to, to hit this because it, it is wide open. There's a ton of high-priced guys. There's very little value. So, you know, I would say bet accordingly. Unless you're playing on mybookie.ag, then go oh, go for it, man. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, you Only get that deposit always, bonus, might as well. You get that bonus, play the free bonus, but always stay within your means. That's always that's my my Christmas wise thing to say is you know DFS or my bookie or whatever you're doing, uh, never go over your means because that takes the fun and the love out of it for you if you're. You know, you can have a late night sweat and enjoy it or a late night sweat that's really a sweat and that's not fun. So don't put yourself in that spot anyway. All right, man, uh, let's do this. We've got nine minutes until Christmas. So we're going to, you know, uh, try to uh, get this done right before the, the, the bell rings here. And uh, we hope you guys get a chance to listen to it. If, if you're up late putting toys together, which I did for years and years. Those damn toys are a pain to put together. But uh, if you're up for one of those late night deals or, uh, you know, if, if you're up in the morning enjoying this, we hope it really helps you at least get a base uh, of a lineup together. I don't think there's much out there. We may be one of the only choices to listen to uh, unless there's some late night stuff, uh, late afternoon stuff uh, for some of the late games. But. That's it, man. Any final words? Any uh, wise Christmas uh, wishes for uh, or thoughts? Uh, no, man. I mean, we're we're closing up on the end of the year. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll be able to get a couple more podcasts in. But I just want to, I guess, big thank you to everybody. 
Uh, you know, we didn't think that we'd be where we are at this point in time. Uh, you know, we, we knew that this podcast was going to see great success. Uh, we put in the effort. We do the research. We, we both agree we're both knowledgeable. Uh, but, you know, it's because of you guys that we're where we are right now. We didn't think we'd get here this fast. Uh, and it's just being honest. So thank you guys for the support. We, we greatly appreciate it. And uh, let's just keep crushing. Merry Christmas. We, we keep crushing it. And I'll, I will mention, because I'm a gentleman, that I did lose the last uh, chicken suit challenge and we're tied again at 7-7. So it's just appropriate that we go into this Christmas holiday tied. It, it, uh, it's good for everyone. Nobody has to feel bad. So there you go, Mike. We're back on even terms. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll settle the score uh, next time. We'll, we'll, and for the yeah. record, our guys were 7X and 8X. So Absolutely. We, even though we uh, Chicken Sue challenged it, they both stepped up and played. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't, wasn't even going to check the box score because I knew I had a lot of dang. So when I looked at dang, I was like, oh, yeah, I got this in the bag. And then I went and checked the box score a little later to see what Troy Brown did, and I was like, "Whoa!" You know, I, that's we had texted you. I was like, "He's still had a, a, a really solid game." So uh, they were two of the best four bet, uh, value plays on the entire card that night, and we had the two of them in our chicken suit challenge. So that's pretty cool. That just shows the testament, man. Trust hey. your trust your guys. That's it, man. No doubt about it. Well, listen, I you know I just want to close thanking everybody too. It's it's just you know the the holidays are such a, a blessed time for those that have uh, are spending it with family out there. Enjoy it, love it. Don't take it for granted. Uh, they grow up so fast, and just really enjoy that. And for those out there that are struggling or lonely or, or the whole nine yards, you know what? Life is a wonderful thing, and find find uh, happiness in the little things. Uh, tweet us. Stay involved with us. Uh, we're here for you, both as uh, friends and uh, DFS uh, pros. So we're around, and, and uh, we just hope you guys all have a fantastic holiday. And uh, really want to thank Dan Bespris and Brew at the hoop-ball.com uh, home office. You know, they're really the ones putting all of this together and have gotten it all done. And now with mybookie.ag and, and Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Uh, and, you know, we just keep growing and growing. So for, for Micah Patria, Andrew Hansen, Miles Hartley, and our entire DFS team, I am Coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it on NBA DFS. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.